and Allie Rewind. Hey, this is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. I'm going to remind you of something you might have forgotten about. Did you uh, forget about when Kim Kardashian got robbed at gunpoint and tied up and held oh, in, in Par- a bathtub? In Paris? Yeah, you remember that? I do remember that, yes. It was a long time ago yeah. now, but uh, they have just now settled with the security company that was supposed to be protecting her. She got $6.1 million in the lawsuit. Obviously, it's not about money. I don't think she cares about that. But they settled it up because as soon as this all happened in 2016, remember, her security guard went to the nightclub with Courtney and Kendall and went out and left her alone. And then these guys broke in who were posing as cops. They tied her up. They took, what, like a $5 million ring and tons of millions of dollars in jewelry. So she immediately sued the company that was supposed to be protecting her, her security company. And it has now been settled finally. And she has won $6.1 million. So they were negligent, obviously. When you're paying someone to protect you for security and you get tied up in a bathtub and robbed, they probably didn't do their job. Well, have you seen the Amanda Knox story? A long time ago, I was—I just watched the Netflix the documentary on it this past who's weekend. Acu- Wait, is she, she the one a- that was accused of murder in another country, and she yes. was like a college student? Yes, she went to Italy, and she was accused of killing the girl that she was living with. Her that's, and her boyfriend were accused of that's it. That's right. Come to find out, like the whole Italian government had like covered up all this evidence. They were horrible with the evidence. They like messed up the scene. There was no DNA connecting them there at all. So it was all she was framed. I yes. can't even—I vaguely remember yes. watching that story. But you—but the whole time you're thinking it's plausible she could have done it but the way that her DNA was there didn't make any sense. It was this other guy who had already been arrested. I remember her maintaining she didn't do it and just wanting to come back to America and And then when she came back there was all these horrible stories about her because they were like she was this crazed sex slave that did all these demonic things and she was like I never did any of this. equals conspiracy theory kooky. We Uh were just talking about this off the air. I'm like the internet really brings out these kooky conspiracy theories with some people. Yeah. But you can, yeah. So Kim Kardashian getting money, not for reimbursement, but for emotional damage, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because Amanda Knox going to sue Italy. I can't now, imagine. I can't should. even imagine. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll write mental health and I'll capitalize men in mental mm-hmm. health because mm-hmm. men are the absolute worst at talking about their feelings. Oh, and expressing themselves. They internalize. Yes. Yeah. Which a lot of the time, you know, I will say probably... 45 to 50% of the time when you ask a guy what he's thinking about, if he says nothing, he usually means nothing. He's, he's not thinking about anything. Because a lot of times we are thinking about nothing. Yeah. But there's a lot of times there's that other 50%. I might even say 51%. Okay. And that's I know that's more than 100%, but yeah. I don't care. Because I think more than often, more often than not, men are saying they're okay mm-hmm. when they're not okay. Because mm-hmm. men are taught that they have to be the breadwinners for the family. They have to support. Mm-hmm. Which is always... BS. We're even still using that in, right. in 2020, that but idea still... that men have to hold it all together for everyone. Yeah. But it's still, it's like it's in our DNA. Something about us, we always want to be, yeah. like, we want to have it together. It's a masculine, like, I am taking care, I am strong. Yeah. It's kind of like how men think of, yes, I'm with you. I don't want to get too it's far It's part off. of the reason Go why on, men yes. don't stop and ask for directions. That's right. Because can, we don't want to ask. We don't want to stop and ask for help. We mm-hmm. don't want to have to. We want to be able to do it on our own and fix it without asking anyone mm-hmm. else. That way, we can say when we got through it, we did it all on our own. Right, but nobody cares but the guy. Exactly. Like, the women aren't exactly. going, oh, he couldn't do it with Without stopping, like women don't care about that, but men, it's them inside. Yeah, yeah I get you. I so get that's you. why men internalize so much. Uh-huh. And I just found out yesterday again an acquaintance of mine who I had met, I bought a car from the guy. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time with him, just going back and forth with yeah. the dealing of a car. He was from Indiana, like we had a connection as far as where he was from. He mm-hmm. grew up in like Frankfurt, Indiana. He was a Colts fan. I used to love the Colts, yeah. I'm not a sports fan so much anymore. backwards state. Yes, yes. <laughs> Indiana. And we <laughs> laughed about that too. How backwards it was, and how we created, and we shared stories about like our past in Indiana, yeah. and we got along very well. And I found out. See, yesterday, like a lot of people find out about a death on yeah. Facebook. I just mm. saw a picture of him on a mutual friends page that yeah. said "R.I.P. Friend." You know, you'll be missed. Wait, he died? Yeah, he died. What do you mean he died? Yeah, he, I didn't know what happened immediately. So what I went, happened? What? I go, what the hell? He died? What happened? Oh, so don't I reached say, out. I okay. reached out to his friend that uh-huh. I was mutual friends with. I go, that's 
terrible because I, I you know, reaching out to him as a friend and another person that worked with him and colleagues. I said, hey, if you guys you were need trying anything, to figure out what happened yeah. to him, you're like, what happened? Well, first he I died? wanted to, well, first I wanted to make sure they he was okay, like his friend, yeah. his other friend. I go, you okay? You just lost a friend. And I said, if you don't mind, can I ask what happened? And he said he took his he took his own life. It was suicide. Ugh. And I was like, it, and I knew that. Had, I had you ever talked to this guy about mental health? Thank you for asking that because yes, I did. You did. He knew that I talked about mental health. Mm-hmm. He knew I lost my uncle to suicide. Mm-hmm. He knew that I talked a lot about it on the radio. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, that's cool that you do that." And that was that was it. We had moved on a couple times, but he brought it up twice. Mm-hmm. And every ever since I bought the car, I would go back and visit to get the oil changed, and I would always ask to see him. Mm-hmm. And I would say hello. We would chit chat yeah. and go on about our business. But we weren't great friends. It was an acquaintance, but still. I've, you had had you remembered talking to him in depth and going back. I'm like I've I got a kind I'm of so a vibe, sorry about that. A vibe That's from, awful. Yeah, I'm sorry for his family and for his coworkers mm. and everything. But I could always I could tell that something was behind him though. Like I didn't want to dig because he's just a car salesman. What do you mean something was behind him? You what can, does that you mean? Can, like looking into somebody's eyes, you can kind of tell when somebody has a lot going on because at one point he had lost his job there, mm. and I don't know what happened. If he left, if he got fired, I don't know what happened. And yeah, I could just tell like he was. Who knows? I yeah. could just, you can just get a feeling about some people. He was a very nice guy, yeah. But I could tell he was he was forty three. Uh huh. So like a lot of that generation of men, young. those guys are like push everything down, don't talk yeah. about things. Maybe I don't know. I don't want to assume anything, but who knows? Men have problem with drinking. Men have problem with you know if it's a erectile dysfunction or something like this. They, they get old, yeah. Drinking, yeah. They just start doing drugs. They're smoking pot or whatever mm-hmm. to, to to mask it. But don't mask it. Like get it out of mm-hmm. the darkness and dig the stuff out. Like as a man, because it's important for everybody, but men especially. Like you're not weak. No. For reaching out and being no. like, hey, like something's something's not right up here in my head. Like, that's totally fine to not be fine. Yeah. Like, as yes. weird as that sounds. Mm-hmm. It's, to ask it sounds, for help. There's a song like Marshmallow has that song. It's okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's they say that for but a reason because things go wrong. It's have you, you ever been you could, suicidal? Myself, Honestly, no. I have not. No. Okay, I was just. Cur- I've never asked you that directly, so no, I didn't thank know you. if you know what it actually feels like. But there's no. just such a point of no. You just don't have any hope. Mm-hmm. There's no hope. Do you have? You have lost all hope. You have personally. Personally is yes, and yes, in your mind. Yeah. And there is just no way out. Yes. There are ways out, obviously, because I've been suicidal more than once. I've had attempts and I've gotten oh, yeah. help, thank God. Yeah. So, on the other side of that, you see that it can you can be helped. Yeah. And I wish people had more examples like that where I you know, somebody they see more people who have come back from it to give yeah. them. But you need that hope. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Because you just lost so like all the hope. There's just no way out, and you just want it over, and you want it over now, man. <sighs> but there are so many ways so many they can ways. help you. And I mean, look at me now. You'd be surprised. Just talk, I mean, yeah. talking you know about what I'm it. saying? You just talk. T- I went to therapy. I use meds. I did ever. I used every resource <laughs> I could. Yeah. It's but the, I've in it my sucks in for my people that are alone in my research and my experience with suicide and suicide prevention over the mm-hmm. last five or six years. Yeah, I've heard stories of people who have t- attempted yeah. and survived, mm-hmm. and like the guy that jumped off yes. the Golden Gate Bridge and survived. Whoa! Said that he went there knowing he was going to jump off. Yeah, and he literally said to himself, "If someone asks me what I'm doing." or why I'm going to the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. I'll tell them, and I'll stop. He said, nobody said anything to me. He was like, I'm going to the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm bawling. I'm crying in public. He wanted somebody nobody to care. Nobody said anything to him. He wanted somebody to care. Yeah. Huh? He just went, he goes, Aww. if one person would have said something, he just said as soon as he let go of the railing, like he knew that he made the mistake, but somebody should have just reached out. So, reach out to somebody. He wanted someone yeah. to see his cry yeah. for help. And nobody did. So sometimes we don't see but the signs. But boy, so. did he get saved by something. And that's Look why, at that. And thank a, you. Wow. So thank you for saying, have you ever been suicidal to me? Because that's an important question to ask to people. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. I have never thought to ask anyone else that's that. It's okay to ask somebody that. And it's okay for them to say no. And mm-hmm. maybe that not everybody is. I see okay. the phone ringing, but we can check that. Yeah, we'll check that later. Yeah. Thank you for calling. It's 103.7. Well, I'm sorry about your friend. And yeah, I wish um, men well, would talk you. about their feelings more because I it's... 
It, it holds too, you back. It holds a lot of guys back, and I Who see does? it, and it's sad. It holds you back on physically, the, on too. the life you could be living on, holds... in so many aspects, yeah. you know? Your mental affects your physical really, yeah. really, really a lot. So yeah. ask uh. for help. Reach out. It's okay to not be okay. And you can call. We can discuss mental health sure. all you want. Yeah. We're open to it. We will discuss, yeah. discuss. 414-799-1037. And there's great places, too, like Rogers Behavioral. They're great, too. So you can mm-hmm. reach out to them. They're a local place they can help you, too. It's 103.7. Kiss FM. We're just talking about mental health, specifically men's mental health. Yes. Uh, another man acquaintance in my life, not a very close friend, but an acquaintance, took his own life. Yeah. Um, obviously, mental health issues there uh-huh. with a lot of people. And yeah. the pandemic hasn't helped this year. Mm-hmm. And you were just no. talking to Adam. Yes, Adam. Um, he didn't want to go on the air, but I thought he had some really important points to bring up. Yeah. Would you mind sharing with us, Adam? Adam? Go ahead. Uh, well, my name's Adam. Yeah. About Seven years ago, my uh, my brother took his own life. Uh-huh. I'm also a survivor of suicide attempts. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to bring up the fact that uh, there's not a lot of help out there for people with financial issues. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows of any like sources that are open for people with financial issues because it is one of the more expensive forms of medical treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. And Adam was like, I don't know if I want to go on the air. And I said, you should because yeah. this is a this is something that stops people from getting help sometimes, this is, is money, and we can talk about that. Let's talk about it. And this yeah. is also why voting is important too because we do things like advocating for mental health and there, mm-hmm. are, there are laws that are in place called parity, mental health parity, mm-hmm. which means that you shouldn't pay more for mental health than you do for your physical health. And that's a law, but a lot of healthcare companies don't follow it, so it's mm-hmm. hard to enforce this law. So mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. part of the reason why you, you should vote. Like research candidates that are that that have those types of platforms that value mental health and mental right. health care and access to mental health care. Those are the type type of people you need to vote for, not mm-hmm. just on on the top from the president, but all the way down the ballot. Like look at your mm-hmm. local Congress people, your your alder people, everybody. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of way you can make change. Yeah, so. I thought it was fair what yeah. Adam said though, and that sucks that and people. Totally right. I feel like that's what stopped because I get messages from people. Who do you go to? I don't have the right insurance or my insurance doesn't cover yeah. this and I can't afford it. And it breaks my heart. Yeah. You know, because medical bills can kill people. Uh-huh. And, not, and that is not pun intended. But, you know, it really is. A, it's already a layer of stress. And then you're trying to get help. So I get Let's it. Open, can we issue. open a branch of 24-7 walk-in mental health clinics oh. where you, you just walk in and talk to a therapist 24 oh. hours a day? They'll yeah. always have therapists on staff. It'd be amazing. And you pay what you can. I would go in and be like, can I just get some moral support for the next 15 minutes yes. and then I'm out of here? Like, like a, I would love that. A 30-minute pep talk. Yeah, just te- you know? can you just text me for 10 <laughs> minutes so I so I, I get back to, we'll staff you staff know. a bunch of coaches <laughs> and we'll have them all there and you can call. It. Maybe, maybe we could... Yeah, that's all yeah. it takes, man. Yeah, well, Adam, I'm sorry about your brother yeah. and I'm glad you're still here. Tell me one cool thing about your brother. Quick, go. Mm. He was a genius. Okay, Aww. he was a smart guy. Nice. Well, thank you for calling. We appreciate you listening this morning. All right. Thank you. Take Thanks, care of yourself, man. We got Morgan in Waukesha on line one. Ooh, Morgan, Hi. what's up? Hey, girl. Morning. Morning. Hey, how are you guys? Good. Good. We're having an in-depth conversation about mental health this morning. Um, My daughter has suffered from mental health since she was 11 years old. Yeah. She's now 20. She posted something on Facebook the other day that really kind of hit me hard, and I'm actually going to start to cry. It's all right. Um, Aw, it's okay. I lost my youth to mental illness. Mm. Those are years I'll never get back, and it's not poetic. It's devastating. Yeah, and as a parent, you don't want to see your kids sad or hurt or, yeah. You know what you tell? really good. She's going to be getting married, but getting that support constantly, going to your therapist, Staying on your medication, mm-hmm. being a supportive parent, a sister, a brother, a grandmother, a grandfather, is so important. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of parents understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Morgan, I love that you're being so open about this because I get it. It's got to be tough to be a parent of a kid with mental health issues. Yeah. We talk about ourselves. I, you know, the parenting right. alone is tough. Morgan, you can... I, I, I listen to you guys every morning. Thank you. And Allie, some of your stories are just 
freaking amazing. Yeah. And and what you have gone through and what you have aired out on the air yeah. is amazing. And I really can't thank you guys enough for doing what you're doing and supporting such a serious cause where people are trying to push it under the rug and pretend mm-hmm. that it's not there when mm-hmm. it's... No, it's there. Or people are scared of it or, you know. And it's there for everybody, too. Well, and there is such a stigma, too, Morgan. I mean, I have, you know, I've I've had things said to me like, well, I don't want to mess with your mental health. Well, that's my thing. It's already been done. That's mine to manage. It's already been done. That that is not about, yeah, it's already been done is right. By the way, Morgan. I I can't go any lower, but Morgan, you're a strong mom. Morgan, will you do me a favor? Tell your daughter not to look at her, her childhood with mental illness as a failure or as anything bad. And look at that as a learning experience, because look how far she's come from that and what she's grown and what she can be. She's getting married. She has so much life to live and mm-hmm. her darkest chapters don't have to be her final chapter. She's got like a, so much but more Riggs, life to live. She's got stuff to look forward to. Yes. I think what what I hear is more of Morgan, the mom's the mom pain. Part. The kid is okay now. Oh, yeah. But as parents, you carry that pain yeah. that your kids have been through. So it's almost like Morgan is more mentally messed up now yeah. than her daughter. Does that make sense? As a parent... I get screwed up over my kids' issues I more bet. than they do, you know? It, it, it is. And, it's and tough. now, you know, I'm finding out that my older daughter is seeking psychological help. Good. And Good. she's doing amazing. And, and she said, Mom, you know, I just didn't want to come forward when my sister was going through all this. Oh, no. So, oh, she didn't want to be another burden. Uh-huh. Right. Aww. Yep. So it it is, and I like I said, I can't thank you guys enough. Well, thank you for calling. We appreciate your kind words. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Have a great morning. You're a beautiful human being. Thank you for yes, listening to us. Yes, you are, girlfriend. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. I was trying not to laugh reading this story, but I was cracking up at this. Miley Cyrus, listen to this, swears she had an encounter with the UFO. She swears she was shaken for days after making eye contact with an alien. But here, my first thought was, doesn't she she open about her drug use? Yes, she <laughs> and was. of course, of course, she said, well, I might have bought weed wax from a guy in a van in front of a taco <sighs> shop before I saw it. <laughs> okay, so it was a drug-induced alien encounter is what she's saying now? Drug-induced? She said she was driving through San Bernardino in California with her friend. She got chased down, she says, by some sort of UFO. She she said, I'm pretty sure about what I saw. Okay. And she said, it could have been the weed wax. Not uh, Maybe it wasn't another life form, but I swear I saw it and other people saw it. She said, the best way to describe it is a flying snow plow. Mm-hmm. It had this big plow in the front of it and it was glowing yellow. I did see it flying and my friend saw it too. Truth is out there, man. That's what Miley, yeah, but she was on drugs. Which make you paranoid. So what do you, what do you do? Come on. Hey, that's the. I can't take it. They seat. know when you're on drugs. You that's when they come and get okay. you because they know you're vulnerable because you're all high. You and can't. the aliens can come and take you. That's why you don't Dude. do drugs, kids, because aliens <laughs> will come and take you. You see? I made so it into a life not lesson. Seeing aliens because of the drugs and the paranoia. The aliens are the. aliens know they're on the drugs. Oh, the aliens that's work a hell for of the DEA. Don't you read into this oh, stuff, Allie? Don't you is read? Is that what they say on Facebook these yes, days? Yes, that's this what my uncle. Said on Facebook, Facebook. yes. (laughs) Your crazy uncle, or or, or your regular uncle. My crazy Uncle George (laughs) that sleeps in a sleeping bag on top of his covers. That's who said it, Allie. She swears Miley Cyrus said it looked at me and we made eye contact. And I think that's what really shook me, looking into the eyes of something that I couldn't quite wrap my head around. It was, I was shaken for like five days. It bleeped me up. What you get Again, from, it's not the drugs. It's, what it's you get the from, UFO sighting. It's what you get from messing with the devil's lettuce, Miley. And if I'm going to come to this planet from a faraway galaxy, far, far away, the first person I want to inspect is Miley Cyrus. So kudos yeah. to you, aliens. Kudos well, I mean, to you. She's written songs about all the drugs and booze. Of course she has. That's why when somebody like that's yes. like, yeah, I was high, but I swear I saw a UFO. I'm like, okay, can we talk about another time you saw a UFO then? <laughs> like, I can't. 103.7 KISS FM. I was trying to figure out how we got on this conversation conversation yesterday, Allie, and it, it clicked with me just now, what, <laughs> what we were talking it? about. How people that are working from home, mm-hmm. that have kids
kids doing school from home oh. are interrupted on average five times a day That's by right. their kids. And then I said, yes, I get interrupted nonstop. And then they asked for snacks mm-hmm. and this and that. Which evolved into that some of these parents actually deep down appreciated this because it had them more family meal times together than they used to. That's right. People were happy they were eating dinner as a family. They said the average family now eats six more meals together in a week than they used to. I mean, I see my kids more, but do we sit down at the table and eat? Hell to the no. You don't do that? No. And I, you know, I mean, I don't think we have done that in forever unless we're at a restaurant. Like the old sit down at the table, everybody no. with no cell phones and every, no TV. No. And every, every night when I was a kid, we did that at my, at my house. Like my family, we waited till either we got home from sports yeah. or my dad got home from work or he picked us up from sports and our mom, we got home and my mom had dinner ready. She worked too, by the way, yeah. full-time school psychologist. She had dinner ready and then we would eat every single night at, at the, the table, t- at the dinner table, every night. And I wondered when I stopped doing that if it had something to do with my divorce, yeah. that there was some weird emotional thing going on with eating at the table and did I couldn't you guys, do it anymore. When yeah, you we were did. married, we you did, did a lot. Family Not dinners? Not every like that? night, but okay. we did it a lot more. Yeah, because you have someone coming home, you eat dinner with them. Yeah. You know, now it's like, I don't have time for all that. And quite frankly, I don't care if we, like, I see you all day. Yeah. Like, it's okay if we don't eat dinner together. Do you guys eat dinner at the table? Well, my wife works from home. She always has. That's her job, working from home. Yeah. So she's always been there and we always eat dinner on the couch like we'll sit on the couch and watch tv same but we have a perfectly good table (laughs) in the dining room that we could sit at and i like we never sit at this all it does is collect mail yeah and then we have a kitchen table as well where we can sit down it's a little table we could sit there we never sit at those tables and eat at them so that drives me crazy sometimes because i would like to sit down at the table and just talk and not have the TV and not have our phones and just talk. Oh, that's funny. Because that's that's how I feel. Because I would I like to have a conversation over dinner. You're like a chick right now. I yes. love it, dude. I remember I like having to, these conversations with boyfriends. Can we talk more? I, yes, I like to be able to talk and not have the distraction of TV yeah. because then we're just eating and not paying attention to each other. It's like sitting there on your phones with one another. Like it it's pointless. I get that as an adult. You're, you're. I get what you're saying about you want to have like a conversation with yeah. her, not watch TV. So I try to shave it out. So I go no phones and no TV, at least for the beginning part of our dinner. So yeah. we'll catch up on our day. How was everything? That's relatable because I yeah. swear I said that to somebody I dated. Like I feel like I never talk to you. So like when we sit down to yeah. talk, it like means a lot to me because yeah. we don't talk. We're so busy or we text and that doesn't count. You know. So so you you sit in front of the couch though. We do, I but hear I. What people do. Yeah, 414-799-1037. You can call that number. You can also text that number. We'll, we read the texts. Mm-hmm. I, because, like it's you a, said, there's, there's the two tables. And you have two, don't you? There's the little one in the kitchen. And there's, yeah. The, there's the I have, yeah, but, I, oh, that's what I was going to say. You know, they yeah. don't even build houses with dining rooms anymore. No. Which is telling on itself <laughs> that. Because people are eating cut, in the living room now. Or, yeah, it's it's such an outdated. You use the dining room for family occasions if you have, if well, and when you have family over, obviously. Yes. Thanksgiving, Christmas. But wasn't Easter, it just Hanukkah, a thing from back in the day when the husband came home and yeah. the wife, and now women work. Yeah. We have a we have a lot of things going on. We don't have time to sit there and cook you this meal, just like you don't have time to run home from work and no. cook us. Maybe you do. Thank you if you do. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot going on, especially if you have extracurricular activities. Oh, I love Trying to get dinner in. I mean, the, now the phones are blowing up. Good. Well, 414-799-1037. So um, do you still have the dinner at, around the table? The dinner at the table? Or do you do it in the living room now? How is it in your house? We want to know. 414-799-1037. We'll talk to you after Drake. It's Kiss. So they did a survey of 2,000 work-from-home parents, and they said that they're interrupted a lot by their kids mm-hmm. while they're working from home, and that kind of sucks, and mm-hmm. they're always having snacks, and they're having Wi-Fi and tech issues. <laughs> but they did say that they're appreciating the situation because apparently the average family now eats six more meals together in a week than they used to. Okay. At home, at the dinner table. 
because they don't have the activities or the, uh, yeah. the, the running around as much. Yeah. That makes sense. I said totally we still does. eat in the living room, or I serve my kids at the the kitchen island, and yeah. then I eat later, which, so by the way, somebody texted in, yeah. which I can get behind. They said, my kids want to eat at 4.30. I'm not eating at 4.30. <laughs> like, no. I can relate to that. My Jeez. kids always try to get dinner at 4.35, and I'll feed them, but I'm like, I'm not eating dinner at 4.30. Kids and old people love having supper what at 4.30. That? Come on now. No. Jeez, no, man. Settle down. You can call or you can text 414 1037 mm-hmm. Greenfield is Renee. That's where you are, Renee. Good morning. Good morning. How are things at, at your house with, with dinner <laughs> in the evening? Well, I thought it was funny with uh, my situation. Whoa, I didn't yes, hear a word you just said. You start, just... Renee, start over. I didn't hear a word you just said. It was uh, really mumbly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, um, my kitchen table, I got rid of it because just like yours, You're, all it did was collect. Are the, you covering the speaker on your she phone? Got, no, yeah. I'm you, in my car. So you're saying you got rid of your kitchen table. Okay. okay. Because no one ever ate it and same thing. All it did was collect it. All you did was call. I did was collect stuff. Is what you're saying? Oh. We have a dog and she's big, so everything Ugh. went on the table. Yeah. And all my kids, they all eat in their rooms now. And yeah. they, they, they don't even eat kids, in the living so room. Two dinners sometimes at night. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hell no. Well, well thanks thank for calling, you. and we hope you get better cell service in Greenfield. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's okay. It's, okay. it's not your fault. It's it your provider's fault. Like you're talking over your your microphone. <laughs> Maybe she's talking oh, with her mask on. Take off your mask, <laughs> Renee. It, or a mask. It does sound like she has a mask she on. Might. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Anna in Milwaukee. That's Anna, right. good morning. Good morning. Do you, hey. do you still do an old-fashioned dinner around the table? Um. So when I was younger and I was growing up, I actually did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents were like sticklers for it. Yes, and same. Then, um. Yeah, so like in high school, actually my parents were starting to get a divorce or separate or whatever because, you know, there was just certain things that happened. Mm-hmm. So I get it, whatever. So now that I have moved out, I um, try to do it with my boyfriend, and he does not want to at all. He okay. hates it. I and he's just like, I want to sit in front of the TV, yeah. watch TV, whatever. And I'm like, um, okay. It's bringing me back to yeah. think there's some emotional connection for people that you you do it because there's like a sense of family or closer knit something. Like there's something yeah. there. It's about the it's idea. Very homey. It's nice. It's comforting. Yeah, it's very versus, comforting. Versus like, but she's like, I'm saying you're you're searching for more yeah. than just dinner at the table. It's deeper than that yeah. if you're Fighting for this is my point. Do you guys talk throughout yeah. the day pretty regularly on the phone uh, or in person? Uh, in person, yeah. I mean, like, I, I'll ask him about how his day is at work or whatever on the drive home. He'll be like, fine. Okay. Like, he and I are so completely different. Well, like, yeah, it's I am man and woman. Yeah. She wants yep, to talk. He doesn't want to say like a thing. To talk. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And, like, he sits there and he's just like, okay, uh-huh. all right. Yeah. This, this, mm-hmm. and like he just wants to play video games mm-hmm. and come home and watch TV. Yep. Like, we have Big Brother tonight, so we'll sit there and watch Big Brother and <laughs> dinner tonight together. But like other than that, if we don't have like a mutual show to watch, he'll be in the one room and like I'll be by myself and I'll be at the kitchen table and I'm just like, okay, this is great, but I need something else, you know? <laughs> yeah, you just want yeah. a little more connection is all you want. There's yeah, yeah, for sure. Can it's... you find a show that you guys can get along with, like that you can bond over? Uh, like, yeah, so we watch Big Brother right now, and okay. then we have like a few shows on like Netflix that we watch, right? And you know we're waiting for them to come back with more seasons and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, all right. I mean, yeah. I, I try sometimes, and like with big dinners, like if it's like you know like an anniversary dinner or like Thanksgiving or stuff like that. Yeah, I like that all at the kitchen table. But mm-hmm. I mean, I get it, you know. And like we're freshly moved in, like I said, and we still even oh, don't give have it a couple years. Yeah, it's fresh. Oh, it's fresh That's what now. I'm saying. She's yeah. in that yeah. that honeymoon family phase that yeah. you want, where it means something. And then in like four years, you're gonna be like, I don't care where you we will sit. value I his video even, game time. Yeah, she won't even care <laughs> if they're eating dinner together in like four years. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and we don't even have furniture yet, so it's like not even the same to eat it on like the couch because. We're just sitting in like the gaming chair, college kids <laughs> sitting. So we're just like, oh my god! It's like eating in a recliner. That's great. Oh man, yeah. I love that. All right, thanks, Anna. Somebody texted in Riggs and said, "I'm 23 and I love eating at 4:30 because then my food will settle and I'll be able to eat ice cream and dessert before Ooh. like 7:30, and then my food food will settle before bed." That's priorities. speaking like a true adult. I like you. <laughs> or a 
a true food addict. Yeah. You've got it that planned out. I want to hang out with you. <laughs> We're talking about if you do like the traditional dinner like at the table or if you just eat at the couch now. How do you, how are you doing this? 414-799-1037. We always talk to our friend Mike from Hartford if you listen to the show. Uh-huh. Uh, but now this morning his wife I'm is glad calling in this Kathleen morning. Called Kathleen called in because she's the one. Well, they both have a newborn. Yep. But who's cooking in your house, Kathleen? You yeah. or Mike? Um, we split it up. It's both of us. Nice. Um, I work from home, so it all depends. So it, sometimes it's him, sometimes it's me, and sometimes we're both lazy and just go get something to eat. Fair. Mm-hmm. Fair. So when you eat um, dinner, is it done communally? Like, do you eat together at a table, or do you eat on the couch, or do you eat on the go? How does it go? So we eat on the couch. We catch up, like, on our shows. Um, when we moved into our house, we were very excited to actually have a kitchen table to sit at and, oh, we'll sit here, and that never happens. So yeah, now, <laughs> we are sitting in the ca- in the living room on the couch eating whatever you know. Sometimes I'll eat first, and he gets yep. the baby if she's you know fussy. But we're, totally, we always sit in the living room and yeah. you know. Same, Man, same, the, Kathleen. The, the kitchen table industry has really taken a dump over the past I, couple of years. You know, ki- the you know? dining yeah. room table. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody use a kitchen table anymore? I well, most some. That's the thing. Like, if you don't have the dining no. room, uh, you have a, a. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care about eating at the table. That's all I know. It's not a thing for me. It's an old school idea. But I like that you guys alternate cooking. That's pretty awesome yeah. that you do that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, if, it's, if the baby's home with me and he's like, oh, I'll cook, or, you know, we, we try to make it equal as possible. Right. You know, yeah. and he'll eat whatever I make. You know, I'll just put something together and he'll eat it. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's very equal in our home, I mm-hmm. think. Kathleen, you tell Mike and that the little girl Eileen that we said hello. And Aww. thank you so much for listening. Well, this I'm sure he's listening and will call me and be like, oh my God, you called him? You called him? <laughs> so on the radio? I, I will definitely tell him. Yes. Please do. Yes. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Kathleen. You're welcome. Bye. We'll talk to you later. 414-799-1037. Think of all the people who grew up, you know, not around the table at all. Like, we're like, we grew up around the table. Some people are probably like, what the hell? We never did that. Are you crazy? I have a little table that comes in front of me on the couch. Especially single moms. Like, now that I'm a single mom, please. (laughs) Now I get it, honey. You eat while you're driving, too. Yeah, we don't even care about that. (laughs) We're going to sit around the dinner table. We're going to eat as a family, and you're going to like it. You're going to like this old ideal that was plastered into our heads. You got to all eat around the table. And when I ask how your day was, fine is not an answer. It's like that those stupid commercials that show a, a happy family and they're all sitting around the table, but those don't exist. Or do they? When you're around the table with your family, you're all screaming at each other at Thanksgiving. Can we be real here? Hey, but some people might do it on the regular. I don't yeah, know. They we, do. People are texting in. Some traditional people, man. Somebody said, we have a TV mounted on the wall by the kitchen table. <laughs> there you go. Somebody else said, uh, who needs a kitchen table when you have coffee a coffee table that raises oh fair i like somebody else texted in lol can we talk about how expensive kitchen tables and chairs are there's a reason people are eating in the living room yep (laughs) no thank you don't need it 414-799-1037 you can call and chime in on the conversation who's on one who do got angelina is in milwaukee sup angelina hey girl what do you have to say hey how's it going going pretty good good yeah, well, my situation was, well, yeah, we had a traditional family dinner every day yeah. at 5 o'clock. When, when you were well, a kid, you mean? When I was a kid. Okay, yes. 5 o'clock. So now I am 30 years old. I have a daughter that is 10. And okay. we recently, we got two big dogs. So every kitchen table we got, they would chew the legs off. So it was like <laughs> if we had a table that could stay intact without uh-huh. eating the legs off or something. So we finally found, within the last four months, the best, like, metal, like, heavy-duty table so we're back to our traditional dinners and like oh, nice. the other day my husband was like this is the best day and the best moment of you know since we got a new table is sitting down with my two beautiful women and eating dinner with my family it made Aww. me so happy because it's, it's you know it was a long time coming and it's it's something special it's, people like take stuff for granted and every day you don't you don't have perfect 
family time. The family. Right, you, you do know, whatever you want you for family. do whatever you want for twenty three and a half hours a day. You know, thirty minutes <laughs> yeah. you can sit down with your family and have like a conversation now, and get to know one another. Not doing it at four thirty in the afternoon. I'm good. Fair, yeah, there, I'm not sitting with my yeah. kids to eat dinner at four thirty. <laughs> but I do think because you didn't have it, it got you didn't take it for granted. Yeah. I feel right. like Angelina's like we wanted to do it and we couldn't. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. that we could, you we're appreciative, appreciative yep. which I totally get. You know. Yes. Angel- well, my daughter, she's so like, Mom, um, I'll take a TV dinner in front of the TV. But I'm like, no, we are going to do this. We're going <laughs> to eat at the table. There you go. Yeah. It means something to you, and I like that. Somebody yes, else. Thanks, Angelina. In. Yeah, thank you, girl. We'll talk said, to you tomorrow. As a parent, I don't care about tables. As long as they actually eat something, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm happy. <laughs> Susie is in Oak Creek at 414-799-1037. What's up, Susie? Hi. Hi. What's your take um, on this? Do you have dinner table, like dinner at the table every night as a family? Is this something you guys do? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Okay. And for me, having dinner together is more of like an efficiency thing more than anything. Because okay. Because it's just so much easier to get everything ready for everyone at the same time. Yeah, so, instead of making four meals for four different people. Or you get one yeah. person that's choosy and wants something else. No, yeah. I already made chicken. You're having you chicken. Get what Shut you up. Get and you don't throw, throw a fit. fit. <laughs> that's right, Allie. That's, that's right. That's what we say. <laughs> yeah. But having everything done at the same time makes, I don't know, it just makes it so much easier. And a lot of times that's the only time we really sit down and are all together because mm-hmm. everyone's busy and yeah. doing their own thing or playing or whatever. So. I can't help but think, but if my family would have had more sit-down dinners together, they wouldn't be so jacked up as they are now. No, that's not true. My family <laughs> had them every night, and we're jacked up. So okay. Don't, well, it, all has, right, that's then. my point. It has I nothing I feel better, to do then. with it, man. Yeah. It literally, quality time is quality time, whether it's at the dinner table or on a Saturday at 2 p.m. Yeah. Like, that's you true. don't have to, it's whatever it is to you, right? Well, we, they used to make it yeah. the meal because you have to eat, so we're going to eat together as it a family. It was old school family. Yeah. Like, old school view. And it yes. just makes me want to cringe what thinking it wound about up, that 1950s, like, sit around the table. And and, what, it, what it ended yeah. up being was then we would all eat as fast as we could to get the hell out. Yeah, nobody went I'm to be done. there anyway. I don't have, I'm done with my food. Why can am I, I still be, sitting here? Can, can I, I be, be excused? excused? <laughs> See? Nobody wants to be there but the mom or the dad, whoever's craving that. There's right? no excuse for you, is what my father would say. <laughs> Hey, thanks yeah. so much for listening, Susie. That's thank too funny. You. Yeah, thank so, you, Susie. So, Susie doesn't? Who's on three? Who's uh, this? Allie's in Allie. Oh, hi, Allie. Another Allie is nice. in Tosa. Hey, girl. Allie. <laughs> so how do you feel? Do you do dinner around the table every night at your house? Yes, we do. Which Another is one. cracking me up how you guys are talking about how cringeworthy it, it is. It is to me now. It's the single mom <laughs> in me, though. You have to remember I did it when I was married. Yep. So sure. I'm convinced there's some kind of emotional, psychological issue about eating dinner at the table now that I'm a single mom. It just makes me cringe. I don't know why. And Allie, you have kids, right? How many kids two. do you have? Two. Yeah. I only have one. Oh, you have two kids. Yes. yes. Sorry, it's confusing. There's two Allies. Yeah. Yes. I have. Oh. Well, that's why she eats at the table. She yes. only got one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I only have one. There you go. But hey, it's a, two, it's a two-year-old who's constantly trying to leave the table. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. The but, new two-year-old. So yes. you and the two-year-old and your husband have dinner every night together yeah we do every we we try to do every night at the table but you know what it's what? become quite a um stabilizing routine for us during okay. the pandemic okay um, okay so we- i find just having that sense of routine and mm-hmm. um it helps i was gonna I say that. having a routine especially during uncertain times is key especially mm-hmm. for your mental health too because that's mm-hmm. something you're looking forward to that you know you can look you can control that too yeah yeah, because right. I'll tell you, there's many times where I'm like, I want to eat at the couch, which there, there's no problem with that. Everyone's yeah. got to do what they got to do. But um, coming together at the table, it's it's provided a lot of opportunity for at least my husband and I to have conversations maybe we don't want to have, but we're having them because we're all there together. It's forcing it him to talk to you. Time. Yeah. Right. So it's been good. It's Mm -hmm. been bad. Um, It's just something. And I was raised Irish Catholic on the south side of Chicago. And Uh, you better believe we always sat at the table every single night. Hey, you did, girl. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't oh, yeah. raised Irish Catholic, but it was the same idea that we sat at the table, period. I was Roman Catholic, so I can get that. I understand where you're coming from. 
All the Catholics. And the guilt, too. <laughs> and the guilt. The side of guilt. Oh, so much guilt. Guilt for dessert. Bad. The phones Thanks, are blowing Allie. up, but we got to go, yeah. dude. Yeah. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is 103.7 KISS FM. This is a commercial-free hour. We do them all day, every day. Hey. Hi. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Well, everyone is just being so mean, they said. Oh, really? Chris Pratt has been named the worst Hollywood Chris. Oh, why? Well, they had a picture of all the Chris's up. Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, yep. Chris uh, uh, Evans. Yes. Chris Hemsworth. Yes, and they had them all up, and he was then deemed the worst Chris in Hollywood because there's so many famous Chris's. Yeah. But then people started coming to his defense, like his wife, Katherine Schwarzenegger, which is funny, of course, his wife is. But Mark Ruffalo, who's a Kenosha boy, he came to his defense. Robert Downey Jr. Many other people came up and said, no, no, he's a good guy. Some people thought it might have been because he expresses his political views on the conservative side more and Hollywood's not really conservative. So people were just cutting him out when you had to pick your best Chris. Right. Um, But he's 41. He's been trending because of all of this. And (laughs) Catherine Schwarzenegger wrote, is this really what we need? There's so much going on in the world and people are struggling in so many ways. Being mean is so yesterday. There's enough room to love all these guys. Love is what we all need, not meanness and bullying. Let's try that. I personally like Chris Pratt the most out of all those Chris's. What? I do. Really? Why? I like him. I think he's funny. I've always loved, I loved him in every role that he's ever played, honestly. Mm -hmm. He was Emmett, the voice in the Lego movie. He's been in the Jurassic Park franchise. He was in the Avengers. The the Avengers Avengers is the biggest one of all. He was Star-Lord in Avengers, of course. My kid knows him as Emmett from the Lego movie, though. Chris Pratt. And he was on a TV show. It was uh, the name of the show, uh, (laughs) Parks and Recreation. Parks and Rec as well. Oh, there you go. And what about Jurassic Park? No, or Jurassic Jurassic World? Yeah, the Jurassic World franchise. The whole one afterwards, yeah. Interesting. I like him. I've always liked Chris Pratt. I think he's funny. I don't know. He is like... You know how you put the pictures of the four Chris's up? Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine? Yeah. I don't know if I could tell you who was who. Which Chris is which? I don't know if I could. No? I might get them mixed up. I'd get Hemsworth right. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. But I don't know. You get Chris Evans. Those three I might mix up. Chris Evans and I'm Chris Pine, kidding. I get confused. I get them confused all the time. Yeah, so I might, yes. honest to God, <laughs> which Chris mix is this? Up. Which is why that I'm, was a sketch on SNL. It was a, ske- which a Chris skit is on this? SNL because you can't tell <laughs> the Chris's apart. <laughs> They're all the same. Yes. Uh. <laughs> 103.7. Kiss FM. Riggs and Allie. Mm-hmm. You may have to think long and hard about this, but it has to do with your clothing, Allie. Oh, okay. When, when was the last time that you got dressed up for something? Mm. Like, dressed up nice. Like, put on a good dress. <gasps> oh. Maybe even shoes or something like that. It was, was it March or April? <laughs> okay. See? See what I mean? That's all right. When we hosted the virtual gala... Yes, for, for the, the lymphoma, Leukemia, lymphoma Leukemia Society. and Lymphoma Society. You're right, Leukemia and year. Lymphoma Society. And that was in, and I dressed up. I got a dress on. I got makeup, hair. I had tennis shoes on because we were virtual. <laughs> and that was the last time I got dressed up up, okay? Mine is the exact same thing. <laughs> because, oh, no, that was the last time. Because we were, we were hosting that virtually. We were supposed to do it in person, the gala. It was right as the, yep. everything was happening in March. Yep. Because yep, I remember well, they right. were going to have it, and then they weren't. Then they were, then they weren't. Mm-hmm. And, and then everyone was scrambling, trying to figure out what to do in that month yeah. for, that had things planned. And it was the color, like the theme for Leukemia Lymphoma Society is red. Mm-hmm. So I had bought this red like dinner mm-hmm. jacket that I was going to wear with these yep. awesome black pants and these red wingtip <laughs> shoes that I bought. I was so excited for that, dude. You would have red wingtip shoes. I did. They were so good. I got them on Amazon. They were cheap, too. And they looked great. I looked great. Yeah. But it was virtual. So I ended up yeah. just wearing the jacket on the top with a bow tie mm. and gym shorts because no one could see me below. <laughs> I put that picture on my Instagram, well, I think. And but yeah. That's sad because think of the things we would have been to other stuff. We, I mean, weddings. Oh, yeah. I had a wedding that got canceled yeah. in September. So think of, I mean, I, there would have been things I would have dressed up for. Do you think you'll appreciate 
appreciate getting dressed up for things more no. after we start going back? I think I'll be annoyed by you it still because hate it? it feels even more <laughs> stupid now, now that you realize what's important in the world. Like, I miss having events and calendar stuff, yeah. but now yeah, that is that yo- important anymore now that getting dressed up? Sweatpants, yoga pants, and hoodie is like standard attire for everybody <laughs> now. <laughs> and I'm for it, man. Yeah, I am too. The one good thing. But sometimes I like getting dressed up. As mm-hmm. a dude, I like getting dressed up. Yeah. I feel good when I put on a suit. Mm-hmm. If it's fit well and I'm going out and I look nice, I feel good. I, I do, like I do like dressing up. Yes, it makes you feel good to yeah. get ready. And even just getting ready with a cute shirt and jeans in yeah. the past like month made me feel good. All I did was get a regular day outfit on with makeup <laughs> and I felt like a million bucks, man. It's I'm little like, victories. I am hot today. I wore Woo! I wore real pants yesterday. I don't know if you noticed. I wore real pants <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Well, speak for yourself. I've had on <laughs> yoga pants every day this week. So when's the last time you got dressed up for something? Or maybe it's something that you're looking forward to getting dressed up for and eventually. If you still have to dress up to go to work every day in 2020, I feel for you. Because yeah. what are you? What do you do for a living? <laughs> what are you, Mark Baden? Lawyer. Are you doing the weather? Even <laughs> lawyers, half of them are virtual. Yeah, they are. court stuff virtual. Gruber's <laughs> probably doing his virtual appointments in a polo shirt in his pajamas. Oh, man. 414-799-1037. That's the number you can call us and you can text us. Either one. What are you getting dressed up for? The last thing you got dressed up for. You get all dressed up, but nowhere to go. It's 103.7 <laughs> KISS FM. That's what the pandemic will do to you. Ugh. Allie, you were just saying you don't know if anybody out there still has to get dressed up for work? Well, because, like, who are, I mean, it's hard. There are still, lots of people still going to work. Yeah. But, but I wanted then, to. who are these meetings with? I wanted to talk to Stephanie first, who just called in. She's getting ready to walk into work, oh, dressed good. up for work. Okay. So you still have to get dressed up Poor for work. Poor thing. There. What do you do? I'm a banker. Oh. Do people still come in the bank? (laughs) Yes. Uh, um, Some of the banks I've noticed only have drive-thrus open, but Mm -hmm. our bank is seven days a week, and uh, we have in-person. You're a credit union then, right? No, I think banks are open, too. Seven days? I didn't mean they were closed because of COVID. I just meant, does anyone go into a bank at all or just do it online is what I was getting at. I thought it was clear seven days a week. No, they definitely still do. Mm -hmm. All right. I know. They're my parents. <laughs> They're the ones that go in. Who's applying the bank. for these loans where they have to come into the bank? Some people just go in there to get money, dude. <laughs> right? Like, don't you have people that are afraid of ATMs, probably? We do. Yeah. Okay. See? They don't trust them, their yeah. computer. Who else comes into the bank? What else would you have to go physically into a bank for? Signing a loan or getting something notarized? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, everything. Mortgage applications, loan applications, opening, closing accounts. Okay. Mm-hmm. People still got to do it, I guess. Tell them you have money orders and cashier checks and yep. stuff. Yeah. There right. is a, tell them there's a website next time. Right. <laughs> that was what I would do nicely. You know, there's a online stuff. Are a lot of the things that people come in there for, Stephanie, they can also do online and you can... Most of that is true. Yes. Come on, Riggs. It's 2020, I just wanted to call it like it was. I'm making fun of people like my parents who don't trust the internet. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that there are people like Stephanie out there for people like your parents. It's true. So they can have the face-to-face interaction. Or if I need something from the bank, then I'm happy she's there. Absolutely. And thank you for having treats for my dog and giving him a (laughs) And lollipops for my kid. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Stephanie, have a great day. We appreciate you listening this morning. Poor Stephanie. Thank you. She's got to go work at a bank, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's not what I'm worried. I feel bad she's got to dress up. Yeah. That's uh, what I feel bad about. Courtney's, Ashley. Oh, Courtney. Oh, Courtney. Sockville. And, yeah, Courtney's in Sockville. What up, Courtney? Are you there? Oh, I'm at, I, yes. She's doing the whisper at yeah, work. Right. Okay, go, girl. <laughs> so I'm at work and yeah. I'm dressed up and I have to dress up every single day. What do you do? Um, so I work at a child advocacy center. Okay. So we work with children who are victims of sexual abuse, physical mm-hmm. abuse, trafficking mm-hmm. thank and you domestic violence yeah that's good work that you do thank, thank you, you for everything you do but why do you have to be dressed up for that is my question <laughs> um we have to look um presentable we work with police da's things like that government workers i guess so i guess if you have yeah. a nice outfit on you're a better advocate <laughs> or the, something the bias I, is the, 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 the internal bias we have of seeing something dressed up you're going to respect them more and they, they're more presentable but I don't know how it mm-hmm. would be about what you know and what you say more mm-hmm. than what you're wearing right. I would think True. in that situation right That's I mean my co-workers do um, get videotaped and those are shown at court so mm. I guess you would probably want to look nice yeah, yeah. that's fair All that right. makes sense I get you well, okay thank you so much for listening sorry Courtney. you have All to right. dress up but thank you for the work that you do <laughs> yes it's important thank work you. thank that's you that's right 
Uh, last call. Ashley's in Sheboygan. What up, Ashley? What's the last thing you had to get dressed up for? Um, I'm a hairstylist, so I'm still getting dressed up for work. Full hair, full makeup every day. Hold on. Don't you guys just wear all black outfits and just do your hair and makeup real nice? Come on. I've been to a salon in my time. Is a Redken shirt or a Revlon shirt? It's like all black. It's, it's like yeah. your wife, Riggs. Like your yeah. wife could be a, a cosmetologist because they wear these oh, yeah. amazing all black outfits and then their hair and makeup are on point and it just looks right. Yeah. Yes. We actually are allowed to wear colors, so oh, okay. I can wear colors besides just black. But okay. yeah, still dress clothes. No jeans, unfortunately. Uh, but dress clothes. Okay. Is it more of an upscale place that you have? or? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I pay a lot for my haircut. I don't care if you're wearing jeans or not. <laughs> That's no. where I'm at. Right. But hey, I get it. It's about the business. You so want to be presentable. So you're still getting dressed up for your work mm-hmm. at the salon. All right. Thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. Appreciate yep. you listening. One more call. Okay. Oh, Tony again. It's Damn the it. dial tone. Damn it, Tony. It's 103.7 Kiss FM. I'm just over here in my boot slippers and my yoga pants. Yeah. Wow. When you have a mission got to go after, man. you got to have a crusade. Everybody has a passion. And McDonald's <laughs> employees. has a passion about uh-huh. stupid stuff, too. <laughs> this is a serious one, though, Allie, I think. Yeah. Uh, you okay. know, it's it's no secret that McDonald's ice cream machines have had a history of not working. Sometimes you oh, can't get ice cream in a McDonald's. Yeah. pull up and now they'll go, our machine isn't working. It's like a nightmare. Again. Yeah, you're like, what? They've even themselves made fun of it. McDonald's, the official Twitter account sending out, on August 11th, they tweeted uh-huh. out, we have a joke about our soft serve machine. But we're worried it won't work. So they're even aware. They are even aware of the fact that it's a problem. (laughs) So here's what's happening now. A bunch of McDonald's franchise owners don't think it's funny. Because they're like... People they're, want ice cream. It is actually, they're fair in that. Yeah. If you're trying to run a business, something doesn't work. It's not funny to you because people are pissed. No, right? they're like, we're losing money from people who can't buy ice cream from broken machines. So they're taking matters into their own hands. Mm-hmm. What they've done is they've started this little independent organization to find ice Who's cream machines. They? These independent franchise owners, they've oh, all the banded McDonald's together. McDonald's owners that, all own, of these, that own them by themselves. It's a small group of rogue McDonald's franchise owners that are going to find an ice cream machine that works, that's legit, that they can then propose to McDonald's corporate and say, replace the machines with (laughs) these ones that won't break down all the damn time. Why wouldn't you go to somebody like Dairy Queen or somebody that always has an ice cream machine that works and maybe use (laughs) that technology and your technology? Like, Or other options, which they do have. But I mean, Dairy Queen, if they're out of Dilly Bars, you got 900 other Uh, options. But if you're at McDonald's, it's like McFlurry or McFlurry. What else? What would you like if we don't have a cone? I would always... I I love... A dipped cone. I love a vanilla mm-hmm. ice cream cone dipped in chocolate. So That's good. my jam. And when That's they don't a have lot it, of people's jam, Riggs. And when they don't have it, I get a little frustrated. So I'm glad yeah. that they're taking matters into their own hands, and they've already pitched this to McDonald's to maybe have this new technology approved so this that they is, can have a working ice cream machine. This is work relatable. Forget about McDonald's for a second. Yeah. This is relatable with any job where you things break. Okay, oh and you're I don't so start. pissed. No, oh, no, no, this is the real relatable oh moment in this. Is when you something at your job doesn't work, and you're like, wait, wait, just Fix it. Yes. That's all That's you need. what they're doing. I it's just want to do my job, what you're paying me to do. I just want to make my customers need happy. need an ice cream machine. <laughs> right? Is that too much to ask? I just want a stable Wi-Fi connection. That's all I need in my <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So who knows? Maybe working ice cream machines coming to a McDonald's near you. It's Kiss <laughs> FM with Doji Cat. Hi. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Okay, so Kim Carter. Kardashian has just now settled with the security company who was supposed to be protecting her that night that she was tied up, robbed at gunpoint, put in the bathtub. They took a $5 million ring and a lot of other stuff. Yep. But her security guard at the time left and went out with Kendall and Courtney to watch them at the nightclub. That was when people posed as police, somehow got into where she was staying and literally tied her up and held her at gunpoint, which would be pretty traumatic. So... She has now finally settled with that company that was supposed to be her security, because I'd say they were neglectful Mm -hmm. in that moment. And uh, they settled with a $6.1 million lawsuit. So I don't know what she's going to do, but it should go to victims of crimes like that. Yes. Or mental health for her and mental health for other Mm -hmm. people who have been victims of violence Mm -hmm. and abuse or anything like that. Well, she can afford that. She can. 
course you can. They can probably go to. They're the people that can go to therapy every day if they want. They're the kind of people that have therapists that travel with them. That's right. Let's be honest. It's like having a hair and makeup person. <laughs> yeah. Like I would right. kill for that. I would too. <laughs> I would kill for the therapist over the hair and makeup person. <laughs> right. Quite frankly, who is this? Your bodyguard? No, this is my therapist. This is uh, this is this is Paul, my my therapist. Right. He's a right. good guy. Uh-huh. So Kim Kardashian settles. That was in 2016. Wow, that, was that long ago? Four years ago that oh. happened when she was robbed in so. Paris. Yep. It's uh, 103.7 KISS FM. Who, okay. are we, who are we praising now? Who? Uh, nobody. We're praising the makers of one product because without it, man, would everybody be real funky. We're talking about how to make your breath not stink when you're wearing a mask. <laughs> I do this you're... with myself. I do this with my children. Because Riggs looked at me and he goes, how do you how do you manage you know bad breath smell inside of your mask? I go, it's called gum, my friend. <laughs> I've got more gum circulating around my house and car because of it. My kids, I give them a piece of gum before they put their mask on. I go, this will make it smell better and it will give you something to do with your mouth where you're you're busy so you're not grabbing everything off the shelves like they yeah. normally would. You just focus on your, your gum chewing inside of your mm-hmm. mask and it works. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I ever go anywhere without putting gum or a mint in my mouth. And then the mask over. But it's for you though, because you're it's the only one me. that can smell it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care about anybody else. Wearing a mask Are totally. Are you worried about other people? No, but oh, it, okay. wearing a mask totally makes you aware of your own breath oh, and how bad it smells. So nasty. So bad. So nasty. Especially right after you have a snack. Like I had a peanut butter and jelly Ugh. sandwich before I went to give uh, blood yesterday, uh, and the whole time that I'm walking through to get my blood taken, uh, I can just smell peanut butter and jelly. I mean, at least it was a good smell. Uh, I was like, oh, that was such a delicious sandwich. But sometimes it's not so good. So you can't get. A Away from it. You then. do the gum. You do the gum. What do you do to make your breast smell better? Mentos. Okay. The fresh maker has Which always e- been my go-to. Is a mint. mint one. Yeah, because my mom always buys those. The fruit and ones. She gets the fruit ones. Oh, oh I used to love Nancy. Them. Your mom, Nancy. I come loved on, the Nance. fruit ones. No, I loved them. Oof. I haven't had them in like two years, obviously, because I don't mess with sugar. Maybe I should but... try them again. But when I tried them, I did not like them. I love the original fresh maker, Ugh. the mint, the mint ones. Yeah, no, that's my jam. Yeah, hundred percent. Gum all day long, man. <laughs> what I are, don't know. So what do what do other people use? We're curious. Four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. Or maybe you just don't care. Or maybe you just don't wear one, and yeah. so you really don't give a damn. Yeah, maybe, those people. Maybe. Those people exist as well. They do. You can call four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. How do you get your breath? to smell better under there. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? We want to talk to you next. Hold on. 414-799-1037. Uh, that's our number. You can call it or you can text it. Mm-hmm. We were just having a discussion about how repulsive your breath is mm-hmm. when you're wearing a mask because you really get a sense of how bad your breath yeah. is. Ugh. It's like being stuck inside a nasty... It's like being stuck inside your own mouth. Which at the end of the day, isn't are this you... a problem with oral hygiene, I think? Because... No, because your breath's usually not blown right back in your face for 20 minutes it's on an end while you, you But know. I'm wondering if a dentist would call if your breath is supposed to smell bad at all. Like if that's a normal thing. Like from a hygienist standpoint or somebody who's always in like wearing a mask oh. for healthcare purposes. Yeah. Like if it's normal for your breath to smell bad. Yeah, I think unless you just brushed, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it would smell amazing. Well, you can call, you can text 414-799-1037. Maybe not amazing, but not awful and repulsive like mine does. Uh, <laughs> dude, bad. I don't know. I don't make out with you. Ask your wife, dude. I don't <laughs> well, know if you stings. I went to kiss my wife, and she was like, what did you eat today? And Ugh. I go, that means I need to brush my teeth, yep. doesn't it? Uh, good morning, Amber. Amber's in Waukesha. Hi. Hey, girl. Sup. <laughs> How do you deal with your hashtag? How you good. How do you deal with your hashtag mask breath? So, I am a heavy coffee drinker, okay. a lot Oof. less than I used to be. Oof. Yeah. Um, Altoids and a peppermint infused oil roll-on that you put on the inside of your face mask. What? That's actually a good. what? So it's like a a roll-on, like a um, infused oil that people sometimes put on your uh, wrist. Oh, like, or, an, ense- like an essential oil almost. Yes. Okay. And you put it on the inside of your mask, okay. and it makes the mask overall smell better, and yeah. it relieves stress. Oh, oh look jinx. That. Look at that. And so then, but then you wash your mask, right? Yes. Okay, so then do you just reapply it every time you wash your mask? Yeah, I actually, I work in a salon, so I change oh. my mask like every hour. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so every new mask, I just put a quick little... Dab of it on there. It doesn't take much. Yeah, I was no, talking. 
to a friend about this and they were like what do you do with your mask I go I wash it and and I go in the disposable ones I throw away and they're like so you don't like reuse your mask over and over and I go no you're not supposed to but I'm worried a lot of people do oh yeah that uh, makes me want to throw up, actually. By the way, thank you for throwing your mask in the garbage because I see so many s- still scattered oh, yeah. in like parking lots. I've yeah. seen them on the park, like out in the park yeah, on a trail in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, well, who just. Yeah. And if you have a disposable one, pull the strings off, yeah. by the way, for, for wildlife. Oh, yeah. Heads up. Hashtag save the turtles. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so essential oils is what you use, Amber. Yeah, All that's right. interesting. I like it. Yeah. It's like a scented. You yep. know, mask. You make it up. Yeah. That's yeah. cool what she I've had. also seen Hormel is making bacon-scented masks. Well, I'll just oh, eat bacon. Which is a true thing. I don't need them to make anything. <laughs> I don't want to eat my mask, or maybe I do. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Amber. Oh, we we pre- day, You too. Thanks, we'll Amber. talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> That's a legit thing. Did you know what? that? They're making bacon-scented masks. Again, I would just eat bacon if I want my breath. I, I'd rather eat bacon and have my breath smell like <laughs> bacon. smell it and just be hungry <laughs> for it the whole time, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. 103.7 KISS FM, Riggs and Alley. You can always get our show with that Radio.com app because your phone is now your radio. You're like, nice. what's, what's Radio.com? That's, that's our app. You can download mm-hmm. it. Use your phone to listen to us. So when you get to work, yep. just take the phone in, throw in the headphones, the earbuds, or whatever you got. Mm-hmm. Listen to us on demand. Did you learn anything on the show this morning, Allie? What did I learn about you today, Riggs? Oh, we talked about uh, mental health we did, at yeah. 6.30. That was a very, very intense conversation. I hope people go back and listen to it. Yeah. I had an a acquaintance of mine, a man that uh, mm-hmm. took his own life the other day and was another classic example of men who don't talk about their feelings and mm-hmm. get things out and stuff things down and hide it until it bursts and becomes Mm -hmm. either they lash out at someone else or they lash out at themselves because Mm -hmm. they're afraid to seek help. So don't be afraid to. can't get the pain to stop. So don't be afraid. We had a good convo about that. Reach out for help. Uh, I learned something about you. What's that? Uh, you are in um, the group of people that enjoys eating dinner at the couch. you damn right. Much like myself. But yes. I, but I do kind of wish that I still ate at the table. And we <laughs> realized that a lot of people who called in the show this morning still do that. Yeah. And I beat myself up for a while for not yeah. sitting down with my kids at the dinner table. And then I went... What am I? What, what do I do? I care about this? Is this a quality time? Is quality time? Whether yeah. it's laying in bed talking, watching a movie, going sure. to a park, or eating at the table. And some people were saying how they value that dinner time for that, sure. That thing that they look forward to. It's routine for them. So, in fairness, I said our yeah. family sat at the table every night when I was a kid. And we're all screwed up. Yep. So, uh huh. <laughs> As did ours. As did ours. <laughs> that guilty Catholic family. It's not up like, like that. sitting at the dinner table made us better people. <laughs> right? No, we're may- actually maybe worse because. Because of it. Right? Because <laughs> right? we bought into the whole what yeah. we're supposed to look like on the outside. Yeah, how we're supposed to act, yeah. Oh, man. Right. So enjoy the rest of your day. Another commercial-free hour happens at noon with Julia on 103.7 KISS FM. Riggs and Alley. It's Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings and always on demand at 1037kissfm.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 